Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Weed, this story is destined to become a morning roadshow department of irony classic. It's called a lost art, a thing that people used to be commonly good at, or perhaps a skill or trade that's no longer needed by society. Everyone talks about the buggy whip maker. I'm sure at one time it was a booming business, and then buggies turned into cars, and for the buggy whip maker it was either adapt or die. And now a man named Bradford Pinkston in England pointing to another lost art, saying that eventually... It's going to hurt society. It is the skill of map reading. Being able to look at a map, figure out where you are, point to where you want to go, and then navigate there, all from the piece of paper. Parkinson says society is now too dependent on the smartphone, navigation devices, and automated directions. By the way, that's the guy who's pointing out how we're all failing. One of the guys who actually invented GPS. Well, it's been life-changing for me, Cliff, because yeah. I cannot read a paper map. Really? Can you? No. No, if a pirate wanted to hide his treasure from me... <laughs> It'd be lost. Just give me your map, and I'm <laughs> like, I have no clue where you're at. No, I can't do that. You can do that? Yeah. You know... Mercy. <laughs> I learned to fly a single-engine airplane back in the time when there was no GPS. <laughs> I mean, they were just basically military things at that point in time. You had to read a map in order to navigate where you wanted to go. Boy, I can't do it. I'm telling you, I'm... Yeah. I'm absolutely lost when it comes to that. I am uh, so thankful for GPS. <laughs> well, Cliff, yes? our thought of the day yeah. could be applied to your, uh, well, possibly where you work. Okay. Our thought is... Yeah? Nothing is so simple... Yes? That it cannot be misunderstood. <laughs> oh, there is someone, somewhere, who won't get it. You is can, this what you're saying? Right? Yes, you can break it down to the <laughs> smallest fundamental. Yeah. And there will be somebody at work going, I don't understand I don't all that. I don't know what this means. I don't know what this means. Yes. Let's do this. It says men's room. <laughs> That was where I was pointing oh, at, okay. yes, yeah. yes. We, we had that incident yesterday, but we'll pass no. over that. Yeah. No. Well, Cliff, no one else is going to say it, so... What's that? I'm going to. What? I'll take the heat for it. What are you talking about? Welcome to the day that's finally here. It's Relationship Tax Day. <laughs> relationship Tax Day? Yes. What are you talking about? Well, Hallmark wants to call it Valentine's Day, but really... This is the day you pay the taxes on your relationship. <laughs> you might take it, pay them with flowers or candy, yeah, dinner. This is the day you pay. This is the payday right here. April 15th is the official tax day, but this is the tax on your relationship. So That's if you're, really a sad way to look at it, by the way. Well, if you're single, Cliff, today's a freebie. <laughs> See, you don't have to be sad on Valentine's Day if you're single, because no. today... You're yeah. not paying the tax that everyone else that's <laughs> in a relationship right. is. Okay, yeah, but now you put it that way, and we all know your background, <clears throat> it's understandable. <laughs> it's a freebie today. <laughs> Quite happy. 
it's becoming more and more important, apparently, for people to realize that there's a right way and a wrong way to warn those in the vicinity that something bad is about to happen. Especially when that bad thing has the seal of approval from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast! Police in Wichita, Kansas, say the 911 call from the Home Depot came in just after noon Monday. Apparently someone had notified store security that there was a bomb inside the home improvement store. When officers arrived, a store employee stated that he was standing at the urinal in the men's room and someone came out of a nearby stall and announced that someone told me there's a bomb in the building, you need to leave. That store clerk recognized the customer as a regular and informed management about the bomb. The cops eventually got the guy on the phone and he stated that he had overheard another man talking in the men's room and that guy had said everyone needed to leave because he was about to blow the place up. Which apparently, in the vernacular of the men's room of today's society, has nothing to do with actual explosives. It was more of a warning to other patrons in the bathroom that he was in serious need to defecate and there was a suggestion, basically, that everyone else just needed to leave. <laughs> Even on Relationship Tax Day, we get a just-in-time-for-breakfast. <laughs> These issues are critical to today's society. Everyone needs to be aware, no matter what day it is. The etiquette in the men's room is pretty simple. <laughs> What's that? Keep your mouth shut, do your stuff, and get out. <laughs> Mercy flush is also acceptable. It's acceptable, but yes. there's no conversations going no, on in the men's room. not at all. Room. No. One thing leads to another, Cliff. As you well know... I've yeah. been having a little trouble with my left leg. This is true. It has been true. Is it your ankle? Is that the or is it your knee? It's my knee on the okay. left side, my ankle on the right. But okay. the knee's been bothering me the most, okay. and it kind of goes up to my hip, and I'm kind of getting a little worried about it. And I was okay. sitting at home last night thinking about that in my lazy boy, that if I was training for the 2020 Olympics, yeah, I would be a little bit concerned right now. <laughs> because, what? you know, I'm having leg troubles. And, okay. And then I got to thinking, yeah. as it led to another thing, Yeah. what event would I be pretty good at in the Olympics? And I realized it yeah. wouldn't involve my legs at all. Oh, really? It's all a hand and arm thing with me. <laughs> so what would you be doing with your hand <laughs> to train for the Olympics? Well, <laughs> I mean... That's not an Olympic sport yet. <laughs> you wouldn't know it by looking at me. Yeah. But I'm very good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. way above average. Go ahead, tell me. At spinning spaghetti on a fork. <laughs> you know, a lot of people slop it in and stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty good at Just spinning it on twirling that up so that it's all rolled up in the... I can spin it on their, of the fork. I can spin go. it on there pretty tight. Okay. I'll have to tell you that. Okay. And then I got to thinking, well, if there was an Olympic sport of yeah. spaghetti spinning, mm -hmm. I'm pretty lazy. Yeah. So I would like to come in fourth place. So you wouldn't have to climb the winner stand and accept a medal. That's exactly right. You could just go home. Yes. <laughs> I've done my job. I'm taking my spaghetti fork and I'm going home. I'm going home from the Olympics. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> From time to time, Cliff. We come across these people. Yes. <laughs> and today, yeah. our contestant is Hugh Downs. 
Hugh Downs. There's a name from the past. He was like a TV commentator, news anchor kind of guy. Yes. A lot of people, most people, remember him from 2020. Right. He also... was on ABC, right? Yes. It was ABC, yeah. And yeah. he also worked for yeah. NBC, did the Today Show. Really? In the 60s in and the 70s. 60s. And, and the game concentration. I remember that too. Yes, he was the host of that. And wait, wait you're telling me Hugh Downs is still alive? Yes. <laughs> he retired from 2020 in 1999. That's 20 years ago. And he's celebrating his birthday today. And yeah. we say happy 98th birthday oh <laughs> to Hugh Downs. That is unbelievable, Cliff. You're absolutely right. He had such a sm- mellow, smooth delivery. I oh. remember that. Yeah, it was great. He had a his voice was like yeah. molasses. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's beautiful. Maybe that's why he's lived so long. That could be. <laughs> molasses is good for you. I can't get over his 98. I know that just blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, it always seems like the innocent bystander gets the worst of the deal whenever drama breaks out. In this case, it was Tuesday at a restaurant in Nashville called Stony River Steakhouse. It seems as though an attractive young woman was dining with her mother and a male family friend when that friend excused himself to go to the men's room, where another dude struck up a conversation at the urinals complaining about millennials and their cell phones. Now, we don't know how heated the conversation got in the men's room, while the two men were standing there, unable to shake hands, if you know what I mean. But apparently the guy who started the conversation thought it wasn't finished. Because when the first guy returned to his dining companions, the second guy followed. There was more heated discussion at the table before the beautiful young woman ended it by grabbing a salad and dumping it all over the dude. The salad tosser, who ended up ending the altercation was, in fact, Miranda Lambert. (laughs) I read that, Cliff. And, you know, obviously we don't know Miranda Lambert at all. You just kind of have the image of what she is. But she's the lady I would not want to get mad. Oh, no. Oh, no. In a steakhouse where there's knives Knives. handy. You're absolutely right. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Mercy. Cliff, yeah. astronomers are in the news saying yeah. that uh, our galaxy, the Milky Way, is becoming warped and twisted. Warped and twisted? Yes. So okay. it's not just this program. The entire galaxy <laughs> right. is right. warping and twisting. Yeah, so basically what we're saying here is for years, you have blamed me for all the poop stuff and all the jokes about Uranus and all the things from, you know, the Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. All of that has been my fault. When really, it's not that way at all. 55 right now. No, it's not. That's what our high is going to be, is 55. <laughs> you wish it was 55. I wish it was. I'm it's freezing. It's cold outside. I don't know what's going on. The my wind hands, is blowing. My hands and my feet in here wind. are absolutely freezing. Your hands and your feet. Yes. I don't know what that means, but I'm well, freezing. <laughs> Mercy. It could mean you're having a circulation problem. could well, mean you're having a heart attack. Don't say that. <laughs> Why would you say that? Now you're going to have me paranoid about it. And won't you feel bad if I keel over? Not particularly. No, no, it's, no. 
Yeah, all of this today. On Valentine's Day. Yes. <laughs> well, I really cherish your consideration on text messaging as everybody is talking about my imminent demise here on uh, yeah, that, the Morning Road that, Show. That flipped really fast now, didn't it? Have you noticed that, I Cliff? noticed that right away. <sighs> it's almost scary. I bet you there's been 10 responses to me possibly having yeah. a heart attack this morning, and none of them are, like, concerned. Glad I'm not you has been several right. of the things. Yeah, and, and, and I think there's one person who's already trying to figure out what the show's going to be like when you're not here anymore. I understand. <laughs> they even put in quotations better. <laughs> we received a text message not yeah. 10 minutes ago, Cliff, that, uh, mm-hmm. well, I think we need to go over some rules here at Country 981. Okay, what, yes. what's, uh, why, why do we need to do this? Well, the text message says, yeah. boy, I completely forgot and didn't get you guys a Valentine's Day present this Ooh. year. But, Ooh. yeah, it's a little hurtful. Yeah. But St. Patty's Day yeah. is more your guys' celebration. So is it okay for yeah. you guys to get two beers delivered into the studio? <laughs> two beers? Yes. And that's where the rules and regulations need to be applied. So what's this rule and regulation about beers in the studio? The uh, rules at Country 98.1 do not allow two beers in the studio. Well, they don't. Huh? No. There is a minimum of four required. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> Six would be preferable. Yes. Two is just kind of, well, unsavory, Cliff. <laughs> That's right. If you want to know the truth about it. <laughs> it's 9.09 on the Morning Road Show. And on our Facebook page, Cliff, we've asked the question on this Valentine's Day. Yes. What was your first kiss like? Okay. And Megan responded that, well, I was in the sixth grade. Yeah. No one cried or screamed <laughs> or anything like that. So I assume it yeah. was okay. Okay. But, but I, I also know yeah. I've had better. Now, that's a lot of pressure to put on a sixth grade boy, Cliff. Yeah, to knock it out of the park the very first time? Yes. You're absolutely right. I mean, I've had better since then. Well, I'm sure he's gotten a little bit better himself, don't you think, Cliff, since yeah. the sixth grade? Probably in his 20s by now. I would say so, yes. I would say so. Yes. Do you remember your uh, first kiss? Yes. Really? Yes. Care to divulge anything? No. Or you're just going to no, keep I it No, I mean, that's not, laid you low? know, I'm going to stay low there. Ah. Yes, I still remember the kiss. I still remember exactly where we were when it happened and who it was. Is she still around this part of the yes. world? Really? Yes, she is. Yes. Do you see her ever? On a rare occasion, I will see her, yes. And we are still friends. So, I don't want to mess that up. That's pretty good <laughs> for that long a time. Now, is this what? It's probably 40 years ago. Wow. 41 years ago, because I was probably like 14. Wow. <laughs> I remember my first kiss. Oh, really? And I'll name names, too. Oh, please do. I'm going to. I was at church camp at Camp Reveal. Okay. Her name was Jill. Yeah. She was holding a frog. True story. <laughs> she was holding a frog. Okay. And she kissed the frog. Yeah. She kissed me. Yeah. And then she went back to kissing the frog. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, too. And it's been downhill. Wow. Since church camp a long time ago. Mercy. That's Brett Young at yeah. 924. Let's go to the phone line, Cliff. Hi, who's this? Kelsey Harper. 
Kelsey, where are you from? I'm from Princeton. And and it's Chelsea with a C. Chelsea. Yes. Well, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you, you said Kelsey. I'm no, sorry. No, I said Chelsea. Okay, all right. I, I thought he said Kelsey, People get too. confused all the time, so it happens. I thought he said it, too, Kelsey. Okay. I mean, Chelsea. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, now I'm confused. What's my name? <laughs> So why is it that you're calling uh, this radio station? Um, because you guys did the ca- coughing and hacking thing. And the it's coughing for, and hacking. <laughs> it's for Willie Nelson. Of course it is. Yes. Well, are you a huge fan or is... Uh... Okay, so, I, I mean, he's okay. But it's actually for a friend of mine. She's been trying to win, so I'm okay. winning the tickets for her. Oh. As right. a surprise. Oh, okay. so cool. is her name Kelsey? No, her name is Lindsay. Lindsay. Yes. Okay. All right. So you're good friends, and you're going to give these tickets I away. I am. I am going to give them to her because she wanted them. Wow. Now, what are you going to get in return? Just her friendship. Just <laughs> <laughs> We've been friends since we were, like, kids, so it's, this is the one thing I wanted to do for her. She wants to see him so bad, so I'm winning the tickets for her. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Congratulations. Well, thank you. You're quite welcome. I'm glad you called in and helping your friend out. That's yes. very nice of you. Now, I need to speak with you just for a couple of seconds okay. off the air, okay? All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, Cliff, yeah. our ticket to the bank this morning, I kind of like this one. Was it about Valentine's Day? Well, heck no. It's because, not about Valentine's because, Day. Because, you know, it is Valentine's Day, and good radio would dictate that the finest radio segment known to man would actually follow the, you know, tried and good true. Radio, the tried and true methods of good radio. Well, yeah. that's why, Cliff. Yeah. We're going to throw a little zing where everybody else is zagging. Okay. Our take it to the bank this morning is, yes. if you ran for president, yeah. you would expect mm-hmm. your mom to vote for you. Well, maybe not you, Cliff, <laughs> but most of us <laughs> would expect their mom to vote for them. <laughs> your mom would be on the fence there, that's I right. think. You know, That's right. She might be, yeah. She might be talking <laughs> smack about you and maybe vote about for you later on. But we're going to have the name of the first president yep. whose mom actually voted for him. Really? And it's not as far in the distant past as you might think it is. Okay. That's what's coming up on Take It to the Bank. I love it, Cliff, when our wonderful listeners try to send us the text message answers in to our take it to the bank and we had several guesses <laughs> yeah. at who this is yes but we can say that the first president whose mom ever voted for him yeah. to be president mm-hmm. kind of surprising franklin d roosevelt oh fdr yes and we know this how he was the fourth president elected after ladies got the right to vote okay but presidents harding coolidge and hoover's moms had all passed away before they got to run uh, for president. Okay. So they could have voted, but they couldn't. But the, well, they could have, but they couldn't because they were dead. Well, we know. Yes, I wasn't <laughs> going to say that, but yes. I mean, it's the truth. Yes. And they know this because yeah. they actually asked his mother. And she said. She said she, she voted, voted for, for her son. Now, she could have lied. That's possible. Yeah, that's known to happen. <sighs> she may mean not voted for <laughs> her son. That's right. She could have broken a paddle on him when he was a child. But we don't know. Are the Ingrams related <laughs> to the Roosevelts by any chance, Cliff? Have <laughs> you ever done your DNA yeah, test? Yeah, and I, I don't think so. No, I don't believe we are. Real quickly, Cliff, before we get out of here. Yes. Not only is today Valentine's Day, it's yes. Ferris Wheel Day. 
Really? Yes. And I had an uncle that was a Ferris wheel salesman. Really? You should have seen the case that he had to drag around. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Like door-to-door? Yes. A door-to-door Ferris wheel salesman. He ended up wow. with repetitive hernia syndrome and yeah. had to retire early from <laughs> I that. I can see why. Yes. Anything said today, Cliff? Phrases of the day, number number three. The universe made me do it. Number two. She was holding a frog. She kissed the frog. Then she kissed me. Then she went back to kissing the frog. <laughs> you didn't have to put that one in there. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. My first kiss was in the sixth grade. No one cried or screamed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners always have the last word. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.